Hello and welcome back to the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one fourth year host Ruben. Joining me as always is Isaac. Hello, hello. Keenan. What up? And Marcos. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're going to be reviewing the fifth studio album by the 1975 Being Funny in a Foreign Language. Picked by Keenan, but before we get into that, as always, we are going to give you our music recommendations of the week, as well as our local beer recommendation of the week, but we're going to switch it up this week with the liquor. So before we get to that, Isaac, start us off with the music. So lately I've been on like a um, like Japanese, like more poppy sort of thing, and there's this anime called Devilman Crybaby. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that, but it's a good anime. It's a, yes, it's a rare Netflix dub. That shit's fucking fire. And I'm just talking about the anime. But the soundtrack to that show is one of the greatest soundtracks of any anime I've ever listened to. I fucking mm. love almost every single track on that whole entire soundtrack. So if you want some really, really funky, you know, jazz you know, Japanese bop type shit or just like straight, like hard ass techno shit give it a shot. It's really good, really emotional, really touching, but also really fun and a good beat. So yeah, check it out. Devil man, cry baby soundtrack. My recommendation for this week comes from the pop punk band anxious who just released their new song. Where you been? So good. So fun. So catchy. It's a, actually a great follow-up to potentially the album of the year, Little oh, Greenhouse. Shit. And he's been saying that since it dropped. True, I true. really have. He's been saying that. Been on this. <laughs> um, it was just released a few days ago, actually. Um, get on it. They actually have another song that was also released in the beginning of October called Sunshine. Um, kind of like where they're going with this. Uh, they're really leaning into like that more like uh, poppy sound um, that you get from Little Greenhouse. But uh, check it out. Where You Been by Anxious. Marcos? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> okay. He looks good in that jersey, though. Oh, yeah. Shout out his jersey. The fucking Seattle Mariners, bro. Oh. Oh, is it not that way? Oh. oh, no. Wait, what? The Kraken. The Kraken. Keep the that in. Keep all this shit in. The, Keep all that shit in. The, I don't know. It's sea life. Saving receipts on this, man. The, <laughs> the marine life team that scores points <laughs> yes Hell yeah. so my recommendation is uh <laughs> is a band uh called inclination can knows that yeah. shit i've been listening to their obviously they dropped like what last friday right it was last friday it dropped um or uh, two fridays ago it might be, it's one of the fridays but it goes dumb hard um kenan's racing it's a hardcore album of the year um, it's up there it is up there 100 percent. it goes Holy dumb shit. hard uh it's the guitarist right the guitarist is from knock loose the guitarist is from Isaac Hale. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called Unaltered Perspective. That's what the album is called. Listen to it. It's like 10 tracks. Bro, but Isaac Hale be <laughs> doing <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he does, dude. Because he has... Didn't you recommend the X Weapon X, too? Yeah. A while ago. A fucking while ago. Yeah, a while ago. that And that shit was only like five tracks, but that shit goes hard. I still bump that shit to this day. Hell yeah. My recommendation of the week is going to be the neo-soul artist who went by the name June Marizi, but... Forgive me. I do not how to. I don't know how to pronounce this, and I think that's kind of the point of the name. It's literally an O within three parentheses. I guess it's just pronounced as O, but this is kind of her little side project. She's married to the producer FKG or FKJ. Have you ever heard of him? He does that song with Tattoo, or he does the song Tattoo with Masego. 
Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. holy, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Damn, shout so, out him. That shit's real. fucking hard. So she's married to him, so they collab on pretty much everything. Um, so she has three albums underneath that O name, and the uh, most recent one was released last year, 2021, just called Three, a three in three parentheses. <laughs> it's dope. Uh, super soulful, super spiritual, you know, very synth-led, very string-led. Um, some of the most harmonic and calming music I've heard in a really long time, and I've been listening to it nonstop for the past two weeks. Woo. So say less. Yeah. Neil Soul, I love some Neil Soul. Yeah, man. I have to catch and then, listen to it. Just, I mean, just listen to her stuff as June Marizi. You know, before she converted to this O name, everything she's put out is good. But yeah, check out three parentheses three, <laughs> the album right. by. Three parentheses O. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, our drink recommendation of the week is <sighs> going to be a first. It's going to be a first liquor we are uh, highlighting on this podcast. Picked by Keenan, he chose to make a Aperol gin cocktail uh, with the Dire Wolf gin straight out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, reason why he picked this uh, Aperol drink is because Aperol is referenced in this album. It's referenced on the very first track, the, the 1975. Uh, if you're not familiar with Aperol, it's a red, just a red Italian liqueur. So this is essentially a Italian ginger mule. But tastes great. I mean, we had it in the mixturing form, but the gin on its own is delicious as well. Very dry, hits you hard. Has a very, uh, as Isaac said, oaky taste to it. it. It's a grown man's drink, I think you could say. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Word. We're not playing around with this shit. Although we all just took a fat ass shot from the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're tempting fate with this one. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I will say um, the reason why I did pick this, though, is because um, I usually I usually buy their vodka. Mm. Um. And I, to be honest, I didn't even know it was local until oh. I I read the back and it said Santa Fe. And I was like, all right, let's go for it. Where'd you get it from? Just Total Wine? Total Wine. Oh, okay. Being funny in a foreign language in 1975, Keenan, what led you to this pick? First of all, shout out to the fans and everybody who helped me uh, pick this album. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> you Swifties thought you had it. Y'all got two Yeah, hockey. you Swifties, don't even boo this man. Boo this man. Go out right now. Go out right now. Go out right now. Let it out right now. Let it out right now. Instead of later on, let it out right now. Because I was talking all that shit last week in that pod, where I thought the Swifty fans would gather and help me choose Swift over this trash ass album. Oh, hey, chill. All I hear is a Taylor Swift fan bitching. That's literally what it is. Hella mad. Percent. Yo, hold up. Hold up. You're all that shit's fire. That <laughs> album is actually nice. <laughs> but whose side are you on? Thank you to the fans for helping me uh with this one. Um fans, 1975 literally just edged out Taylor Swift. It by was how many really, by how by many like I think two? it was literally only, like only two votes. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say one. It was two. So it was, it was between four people, right? Uh me, you, Ruben, and then plus the podcast, uh the podcast account. And they fucking barely squeezed it out, dude. That's yeah, crazy. Dude. We had That's it on crazy. four separate accounts. And between those four, 1975 only won by two votes. We'll take it because this this was a fun album, and Taylor Swift is good too. So if you have the the time to check that one out, please do. But and this, we and we all had like more than ten people vote. 
on our shit. So that's more than what fifty. Oh, yeah. we, we we had we had a lot of more people. than forty. So interact. a lot of people. Yeah. And if you want to interact on these votes, follow us at the Underground yeah. Treehouse Pod on Instagram. Arcade Androids, right here, baby. Arcade oh, Androids. Yeah. You have to plug yourself in too. <laughs> Come on, bro. Why you hate? Oh my god. <laughs> Sal promo. Sal promo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but but overall, what led me to this album was um, I'm just a casual fan of the 1975. So obviously, once they released this, um, I was excited for it because their last release, uh, Notes on a Conditional Form was actually really good and really they don't have a single album that's really like was a letdown everything's been really good very um very catchy very poppy um very uh radio pop mm. and rock pop or pop rock whatever yeah yeah uh and, and that being said um i was excited for this uh it was gonna get i was i was ready to talk about the you know the backstory of uh the lead singer especially because uh oh. that dude has a lot of like drama surrounded around him and so like that was like another reason why i really wanted to pick this um but overall yeah it's a they're a great i think they're a great band and they are almost a daily listen what so, what what's the drama surrounding yeah, i was singer? about to say like do you should we talk about the drama first and then lead into it or after yeah i, I think mean, we should do it before honestly and then just yeah. lead into the album so i mean first and foremost this dude is just a, the, he's just a casual internet troll <laughs> Me? I mean, being uh, like, yeah. Can you relate? Like, simply, <laughs> like, simply put, this dude is—he's a troll. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I think the biggest incident would have been around like the George Floyd time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar, oh, if you're not right. familiar with um, that incident, uh, I mean, you gotta be living under fucking yeah, rock you have to, to not know about rock that. For that. Uh, yep. But but pretty much, um, he—I believe he posted a video on Twitter. And he posted the lyrics to one of his songs, um, Love It If We Made It, mm-hmm. which pretty much talks about the backlash that pretty much like the country is like going through when it comes to like racial uh, problems. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people took it as him t- trying to promote off of I, it. Through what I was about to say. Is, so a lot did of, people take it as self-promotion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he literally, I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he responded that um, he's like, no, if you actually listen to the song, like this is literally what I sing about um, is problems in America like this. And I, I just think people couldn't separate it. And then after that, like people just kind of like started digging into his, his personal life, his Twitter, the internet just tried to cancel him. And you hear a lot about it. Yeah, the album. yeah. It I think it's definitely sprinkled in, but it's definitely talked about the most in the very last track. Oh yeah, and will eventually, you know, lead up to that. But um, it so is this the is this the latest record that they've released since then? Have they released anything in between the controversy and now? Uh, yeah. The um, I mean, other than that song, was there an album that's released between 2020 and yeah now, so notes on a conditional form was released in 2020 all oh. their albums are about two years apart oh okay yeah so i mean this one being 2022 and then 2020 2018 and then you got some live stuff in 2017 and then 2016 mm. and i'm pretty sure they've been active since like 2010 yeah. 2011 mm-hmm. so they've they've been out for for a while now okay yeah i i didn't realize that they were such a they were so old you know i yeah, i, I just i just thought that they were like one of the newest pop rock bands to come out within the last four years they've fuck been no. around 
damn near yeah, 10 been, or maybe yeah, even yeah they've been around since our high school days yeah it's crazy what what's the one song that they're really popular for D- don't they have like one big radio hit or my yeah, do they do this yeah love song it if, everything love it if we made it love it if we made is it is a is a big one um girls girls is that a big one too? Yeah. Okay. Sixty-five um, million views, I think, on YouTube. And then I think they they have a they have a cover of Chocolate. I'm not sure who the original artist is, but uh, a lot I know a lot of bands. Um, okay. Cover that one, and uh, I mean, somebody else. That's another really big one. Somebody mm-hmm. else is probably the biggest one I've heard. Is I think that's the song that actually put me on the 1985. Is somebody else? Somebody else. Okay. Yeah, that was like 2015, 2016. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, a lot of radio hits, like definitely, like if you heard it, you'd be like, I've heard this song. Mm-hmm. But I mean, off the top of the head, um, there's a list. Oh, definitely. There's, there's, they have a, they have a list. Yeah. That you would definitely be like, oh, I've heard this song before, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very prolific. I guess I didn't realize it until I listened to this album. And the 1975 is always a, a name that's always just kind of like sat in the back of my head. Like I know who they are. I know they're one of the biggest bands in the world, but I literally could not name a single song from them. You know who they kind of remind me of? Who's that? Um, I don't know why. Well, I mean, I guess they're like the popular version of uh, Cigarettes After Sex. Oh, mm, I could see that. I could, uh, I I could see the lead singer. I think the lead singer is very reminiscent of Cigarettes After Sex lead singer. Very controversial. Uh, that full has like my take? Because that full has some. Oh, he does. Oh, forget <laughs> it. Well, I get that's, that's not what, how I meant it. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, artistically, not a, you know, uh, I don't even know what the word Is would be. Is this full pulling a Cosby or what? Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Okay. I mean, well, that's worse. I don't want to talk about it. I don't yeah. Want to. <laughs> that's a whole other. But either that's way, whole another band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I just feel like cigarettes after sex is like the stripped down version of like the nineteen seventy. Like oh, okay. So like the aesthetic and everything like mm-hmm. of them, I feel like they're like the essentially like almost like the same band. Well, there. It's funny that you say cigarettes after sex, um, because I think they're they're definitely a band that kind of like wears their influences on their sleeves, and they definitely. You know, we said earlier that they're pop rock, but they do a very interesting way of like blending genres together and like, you know, adding in these different genres within. I mean, we get it a lot in this project as we're going to get into now. Um, But yeah, they're definitely a band that you can tell is very inspired by a lot of other bands and, you know, maybe even a lot of different genres. They're 80s core, bro. That's what they are. I I wouldn't say through and through, but they have that influence 100%. And you know what? The first, like, five tracks, I was like, oh, this should be, like, a fuck. All of these songs could be, like, the main track to a fucking sitcom, bro. I swear to God. So that's so funny because that sound is, like, the one of, like, the main reasons why, like, I fell in love with this band. Really? Like, that so long 80s, ago? like, yeah. super, like, synthy sound? Oh, not even bro, synthy, but, like. That's my just, favorite decade. No way. Dude. Not, not the. 80s is nice. That continue. <laughs> Do you got something to say? Yeah, what's wrong with the eighties, huh? Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of all time, horror. The John Carpenter's The Thing came out in nineteen eighty two. So you know what? I do like the eighties, as okay. a matter of fact. Okay. But their music is fucking. I'm not a fan, bro. I love that synth. I love like the synth and like retro wave stuff. Oh synth yeah, dude. Stuff. Retro wave, like when it's like real wave, like that vaporwave type shit, like that. Not it wasn't vaporwave at the time, but like what yeah. led to the inspiration of yeah. that. All of that's fire, but like the this sonically, this whole album just did not do it for me, bro. Like it, 
all of it just sounded like 80 80s you know like cover band type shit not not cover band because that that that's funny because we're gonna get into that later okay okay we'll get into <laughs> but it. go ahead just that that's it i i don't want to i i want to take my own opinion and and separate it from the actual facts of the album which would be that honestly even though sonically i didn't like it this this man can write his fucking ass Ooh, off, bro. Yes. The lyrics are what kept me engaged this whole time. Sonically, I hated it, but the lyrics on damn near every track that he was tell he was saying something, whether whether it was wholesome or whether it was a critique on something or what, just any of it, any of it. He always had something to say that was either critical, poignant, or just otherwise. You know, wasn't for the sake of just saying it. You know, he always he came with the, he came with the receipts, dog. And I fuck with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I feel and like I there was there was some type of connection, like between him and the thing he's writing about. Like always, I, I always, it saying. always came from the heart, bro. Yeah, it, nothing it, felt empty at all. Nothing. Well, oh. I know some of these fucking love songs, bro. Cry me a fucking river. Oh, bro, they I'm were cute. That's what that's what I'm talking about with this. Uh, because we're talking about the sound of this album, right? Sonically. When sonically. Make, sonically. Or, or, but hold on, hold on. Go ahead. When you're making love songs for FKA Twigs, you have to come e- correct. <laughs> yeah, but okay, you're right. You're right. You're the X. The X. Come on. But some of these songs X. came out kind of corny. Like the lyric, lyrically, kind of corny. Not going to lie. The sound production was fucking on fucking there point, bro. On point. The production of every song on this album was on fucking point. His vocals, uh, here and there. Not going to lie. Here and there. Not gonna lie, but the vo- uh, the uh, the lyrics to this uh to this album were, came across kind of corny. Not gonna I, lie, some of the love songs, like I said, some of the love, song, love songs came out really compared to those other albums. Like they came out a little bit more cornier than uh, than usual. Than usual, I I think it's definitely done on purpose in at least two instances. Um, but I I can see I I don't agree like in the grand scope of the whole album. But I do think that the two times that I think it was extremely corny was done on purpose for the sake of the song um getting into the first track the 1975 i really i mean okay so you guys have way more knowledge about this band than i do i this was one of the few instances where i heard the intro and i was like okay i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna listen to with this album i don't know what i'm gonna get with this album it was uh the sound was interesting nothing about it was really boring it was very upbeat you know it had that nice real like bum 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 kind of like it literally reminding me of journey bro that's tight i, I don't know journey, what song wow. but like the fucking separate ways yeah maybe it's separate way i don't know it's just something about it was just so 80s to me but yeah not just but journey specifically right but maybe that's just my you know it only reminded me of journey because i don't listen that much 80s even though i fuck with journey Right, right. Well, I mean, it's funny that you said that because it just fits in with that whole 80s it does, persona bro. that, it you know, that, ev- is, that we're all backing. That, song, that sound. Yeah. Um, but like you were saying earlier, Isaac, the lyrics were this was something I wasn't really expecting to get from a pop rock band. I was like, no. wait, this is like hella meta right now. <laughs> like all, all the instant, like the references to QAnon and like basically just being stuck in this like weird like internet age culture that we're in it was really weird to kind of hear this it was cool and it definitely grabbed my attention um 
But this is what I was expecting. When I heard it, I was like, okay, well, we're getting this kind of like weird, like overtly like this overt. Yeah, this this overt like commentary on our on our current state of the world. Um, Did this grab anybody else by surprise? Have they always kind of done this like meta commentary shit or is it Uh, kind of? Kind of. Mm-hmm. So first of all, real quick. So it's kind of cool because they have like this little tradition that they do that they always start off their albums with a self-titled track, the oh. nineteen seventy-five. So is that why this song track has like acronyms? Yes, or it has an acronym in yes um, parentheses. Yeah. Cause so um, I want to say I don't remember exactly when they started it, but like their past like four releases have been. Um, they all they've all started off with the self-titled track the 1975 mm-hmm. which is actually pretty cool um but yeah it's always like some sort of like whether it be like interlude or like even just like noise like something this one actually had lyrics though um oh. well i guess like more like meaningful lyrics like it kind of like gave like a setup to what was to come mm-hmm. as far as like sound though this is like this is like plateau the 1975 mm-hmm. it's like the where they're trying to be like a little more serious it's like not as poppy or like catchy right and so it wasn't really like something that like a casual fan like isn't already used to oh. like this is a familiar sound okay and so this was like kind of like to be expected mm-hmm. but um with the theme of the album like to get very like uh into it diving in right away that was kind of more like a shock because in this album, we actually get a lot more of into his life and about like the whole cancellation and very, I guess you could say like political, I guess. Right. So I guess that was like the biggest like shocker. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like this, I would say this was be to be expected. Okay. Coming from a person who has never listened to this band on their own. Uh, the lyrics were super surprising. Like this man was, whether you agree or disagree with whatever he says, that's you know that's for you to decide. But just the fact that he is saying so much prolific shit and is willing to fucking say a bunch of shit, like I don't know, man. It, it was just it was refreshing. It was refreshing to hear this. In my opinion, and you know, just. In my opinion, this corny ass sound with these fucking hard ass lyrics, bro. Like, that's fucking sick as fuck. Like, I, I was very, very, very surprised that I liked the lyrics as much as I did. E- even if I didn't agree with it, it was cool to see the juxtaposition between such pop and such, you know, commentary on society. Like, I, I thought that was that that was a perfect way to get your message across. Sound good to everybody, but also say something in your shit. You know what I mean? Right. Thing off the rip, you're right. Off the fucking rip, you're right. He conveyed a, a good message based off the lyrics off the first song. Um, overall, I thought it was a great song to start it off the album with. Mm-hmm. Um, sonically, yes. yeah, yes. sonically, perfect, perfect. It hit. It caught your attention and it stuck with you lyrically. I think it was really good and he conveyed it really well, especially with the layered, uh, the layered vocals. So, I mean, I agree with you on that. I think he uh, conveyed his message pretty well to start off the album. If you're, li- if you're listening to the to the lyrics, if not sonically, I think it's more perfect than we could ask for, honestly. I and thought it started off really good. So, so it does its job in, in both ways. Both ways, yeah. Both ways, both ways it started off really well. Mm-hmm. 
I wasn't too like again. I'm not like super super crazy about the instrumental on this. Like I like the strings kind of like piano dog. The piano, the, bro. Nice. The, the piano. Fucking piano? I, Come on, yes, bro. Marcos. You're crazy. <laughs> the piano is lovely. <laughs> the the piano is nice at the end. Like the song ends on this like beginning and end. You, ah, I don't know about the beginning. I don't even know about the middle. But the Ooh. end is like <laughs> the the end, and it's it's. I'm. Uh, I mean, it's the first. It's the first track. But I really like the instances of the saxophone that were given because yes, that's sprinkled yes, throughout the album. Correct. And I love that they added that. It's, I agree. It adds a real nice flair to not only this song, but this album as a whole. And that's how I yes. feel about a trumpet. The trumpet. The trumpet? The trumpet. Yeah, yeah. we do get some horns. The horns are nice. I, I feel like the, the horns, per se, add a really fl- nice flair to it because they're not all over the album. But when they are, it's just like... Just dashed tell. in right there. You could tell. You could tell. Yeah. So I want to go, I want to jump ahead in the track list, uh, talking about another song that deals with um, current issues that's also done in like a super crazy, like pop, overtly poppy way is looking for somebody to love. Dog! And this was a song off the first rip. I listened to it. I was like, yeah, this shit's a skip. I'm not, I really don't want to listen to this shit again. But it's because the lyrics. Exactly. Like I was listening to some of this and obviously, you know, when I'm listening to a song for the first time, it's more about the sound. So he's like, oh, he's a little bitch. I'm a fuck him up. I'm like, what the okay whatever like it doesn't sound good and then you listen to it and it's a song about a mass shooter and it's literally you know do you guys think it's almost like trying to like sympathize with the shooter not at all no 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 no, no. not at all i mean there's a lyric here a supreme gentleman with a gun in his hand right he's just looking for somebody to love almost like I'm not saying that he needs sympathy, but he's just trying to... No, the reason why I don't think... The reason why I would disagree with you is because one of the first fucking lyrics of that sentence, a supreme gentleman. That is, that's a critique on those types of people... On the uh, incel, uh, yeah, on the incel. When Maybe we me- talked about when we talked about Dorian Electra, and they had that song "Milady," and they always called that fool a gentleman, a gentleman. Yeah, it's this word that they self-imposed on themselves to make themselves look look more appealing to these women because they only go for douchebags and right. blah blah blah. I'm a gentleman. To call someone a supreme, supreme? gentleman, bro, that's like calling them like. Like the N word with the C word had a baby with the K word, bro. Like <laughs> that shit's crazy. Like I don't know. It's such. It's just such a good like commentary on it. And yeah, the the lyrics on this song fucking threw me for a fucking loop, bro. Like it's, I was in fucking Hot Wheels, bro. Yeah, Holy shit. It, it's kind of crazy how grotesque they are. Yeah, it really like, is. Yeah, picking so, up picking up the body of somebody you were just getting to know. Yeah, on such a poppy song too. On such a poppy on song. Such a poppy song. Like if you listen to this with not with, without listening to the lyrics, you would under, you would just like bop it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Literally, you could bop this at a party. That's a then, lot of this. I would say that's a lot of this album. One hundred percent. It's a lot of this not, album. If you're not breaking down the lyrics, it, it's a poppy album. It oh, is. Hello. Yeah, you, bro. If you're not looking at the lyrics, you can literally play this shit at Kmart, bro, and be all, "Oh, look at my fucking discount on salmon. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Look, look at these scented candles. While, while the whole song's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. yeah, those it's school shooters, bro. It's like pumped up kicks 2.0. <laughs> literally, bro. That's a great analogy. Or that's Don't a great shake example. Shake my hand. I want to shake your hand. Oh, <laughs> that's a great analogy, Ruben. Holy guacamole. 
Yeah, Pump Up Kicks is a great song. It's fucking yeah. playing at literally like you said, playing it's a, it's a radio, around. It's a radio but hit, it's a, but yeah. it's about Columbine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about it, it, it's about any high school in America within the past fucking twenty years. <sighs> Fuck that. Unfortunately, oh don't get us started. And so, like you were saying, like it was so like grotesque because it's like I want to show him he's a bitch. I want to fuck him up good. It's just like I get like that like that toxic like masculinity from it like oh yeah because he literally says right after that like i want to smash the competition go and kill it like a man should and you're just like what what's going <laughs> what on the but hell? then like once you break down the song you're just like oh all right this is what they're trying to get to mm-hmm. so then if you guys don't mind if me going back mm-hmm. so this was the third track and so to go to the second track it paired up well because happiness being the second track that is like the true like 1975 sound. Mm. So like that poppy, that radio pop, like it sounds like radio pop. That really that is like the 1975. So like all a lot of their earlier stuff, like this is what they sound like. Mm-hmm. And so to get that that pop to come into this one, you know, you are still bopping from that second song. And then if you were to sit down and break down the lyrics, you're just like, oh, oh. But even the lyrics on the on the second song. Even that shit's talking about like love and and wanting to be with the chick and that shit like being surface level. Like this whole album is drenched in love, and then for this for this one track to be like, haha, this one ain't getting no love. So this whole fucking going postal, you know, like it's. Hey, wait, wait, but I I don't know. It's it's just um a lovely contradiction, I would say, or. Maybe not contradiction, but a lovely, you know, twist on what would normally be considered fucking, you know, advertiser friendly. Yeah. yeah. Family friendly. Like, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, this whole busting people after second period, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Just to, because uh, I do want to move on with the, uh, with the whole theme of poppy sound versus not so poppy lyrics. Because I think there's really only one other instance on this album. After this song that kind of, you know, deals with the same kind of uh, structure. I, I just before we move on to that, though, I do want to say happiness is a fucking bop, dude. Yes. I love that song. Yes. It's like so like when you listen to I'm in love with you, the six track. Now Ooh. that's a overly produced sugary ass poppy song. <clears throat> Terrible. I hate that song with everything. Happiness is another radio friendly pop song but done right it has the nice funk you know like <laughs> keenan why Keenan, you, you Keenan like that is, song? I love that song. Oh, but you maybe, love that song but because maybe you that's love just, the lyrics and you love what it stands for. And I and I agree with that. But sonically, bro, that well, shit gives well, me a what's cavity the song, problem. Love. What's the song title again? I'm, I'm in, in love with, with you. you. Oh, Jinx. So not. Okay. That was a good song. Can't talk to your name <laughs> ten times. You, you like that you song? I like that song. Okay, I could I could see how it was overly produced, but I think it was like overly overly produced really well because of the singer. Thank you. Yeah, nah, and actually, I, I think I think he's the one constant throughout this whole album. I think he he's he's wonderful so constant on just wonderful. about everything. Yeah, uh, I, I I like actually, the I like the horns, oh, the piano, not. and I do like the guitar. The drums, the drums don't really stick out as much, mm-hmm. but I do like the guitar when the guitar is in there and he, they have their own part. But it's so. It's so glitzy. Yeah, like they don't do anything. There's no, there's no bite to it, bro. Like, but you gotta remember, this is 
essentially radio pop. Yeah, but if I don't want to make love, I want to eat her ass, dog. <laughs> oh my fuck? god! Like Man, this. you went to the wrong. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Hey, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Jk, jk, jk. Chill, 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 chill. I'm just kidding. It's the dire wolf gin from Santa Fe. It's the gin talking, baby. Or it's the Italian from the Aperol. One of the two, dog. Or it's the bean. Or it's all my life decisions culminating to this moment right now. Maybe. You know what? I'm just gonna say it. I do eat that radio pop. I eat it up. No, that's mm. hey, that's, and that's fair. And no, happiness, fair. happiness, and I'm in love with you. That's like that's the 1975 sound that I fell in love with. And so like, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna ride for that sound. And it could be overly produced. It could be freaking coated with everything you want. I'm gonna eat it up. Yep. Damn, it could be over engineered. I don't I'm, care. I'm gonna, really I'm gonna eat up maybe that yeah. that's just the that bias in me. That's fair. No. It we, probably is. That's fair. But I'm eating it up and Hey dog, the the, the beeps and boops. The beeps uh, and boops, ladies and gentlemen. What, bro, what the sacks on happiness, that's what carries it for me, bro. That's tight. The that, sacks on happiness is so I, yeah, I don't know. It. Like happiness just has this certain kind of texture to it that I feel like I'm in love with you is so grandiose and so huge. It's actually flat. Like the fact that they threw in so much into the production somehow made it like hella mediocre to me. Right. But you know, happiness just has this nice little bite to it. It has this cool little funk. You said the saxophone. Just it does have good. Funk. Very funk yeah. Too. That it's groovy very intro. Yeah. yeah. It has funk. Yeah. I'll dude. give you that. Yeah. The, the lead singer, Matt Healy, right? Yes. He, man, I, I love his harmonies on the, on happiness too. And, Again, I think he's the content throughout the whole album, but I, I'm in love with you. Just didn't he didn't do anything new with it. He sounds good, but nothing. Uh, maybe that's on purpose. Maybe see, it could that, be. Like, it could purpose, be. Like where it's that's so the no. Yeah. So the song, like the the song that he did that on purpose on is is uh, looking for somebody to love. Cause when they had that, la- I think that song would be perfect. Perfect if they didn't have his layered vocals. I hated his layered vocals on that song. Hmm. It's because of the of the beat. And the sound to it that I just didn't think he, they needed to have his layered vocals. I thought his cleans would be perfect. Yeah, perfect. I thought his if his, if he had cleans on that song, it would be perfect. Literally a perfect fucking song. But what? Yeah, no, <laughs> dude, it did not. And that's the only song. That's the only song. That's the I don't that's know. That's the only one. That's that, the only uh, one. That's the only song that I just didn't like his layered vocals on. Okay. Okay. This man say what? Oh what? what? So what do you think about Oh Caroline then? That that's literally a song I was gonna. Yeah, I literally, just, I, li- I literally just hate that song, <laughs> just because it sounds like Toto, Africa Toto. Toto? Yeah, I, that's literally the only reason why I hate that song. It sounds so much like even when I first said that, who said it? Who it was you or Ruben? One of you guys like I got that same exact. No, thing. I no we I did all too. Did. I, we all agree. Oh, I think. No, oh, we all brought, Ruben brought it up. I hate that all... song so much. Bro, so what? instantly, Wait, yeah, so you I don't like you. you don't like Toto by Africa or Africa by Toto. <laughs> yeah, just because like uh, at one of my jobs, I still always listen to the radio and it would always oh, be on so every all the fucking time, all the fucking goddamn time. Radio and then, and then uh, radio Weezer did pop. a remix of it. Huh? <laughs> they did. Yeah, yeah. They did. off that Blue album, right? Was it Blue album? It was a Blue album. Yeah, it was a blue the one album. where they're all standing with yeah. the fucking goofy ass sweaters. Yeah, yeah I think e- either way, that's a solid cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I hate that song. song. I hate that song so mm. much. So instantly, I it, off the rip, like literally off the ten seconds, I hated that song. Now you guys were talking about eighty sound. Tell me, I don't Here get we... that at all on this whole album Go. except for this song. 
This song really? is the only one that I get that 80s. Really? The first pop. track you don't no. the first no. like no, five no. tracks you don't Abs- get 80s? Absolutely not. No, I don't get I 80s get off that. I don't get ripping. I don't get 80s 80s vibes See? off any of this album either. No, uh. Uh-uh. Damn me uh-uh. up, homie. See, it's uh-uh. just O Caroline. It's the only one cuz this reminds me of like the Toto. It reminds me of like Janet Jackson. It reminds me of fucking like Paul George. Or what was that for? <laughs> hey. Sledgehammer. <laughs> Paul George, what's, what's that Sled, name? Paul Simon, Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Oh no, Simon. no, Peter Gabriel, Peter, G- Peter Gabriel, <laughs> Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. <laughs> yes, all oh, those eighty ass, Bill Collins ass, ass bro. Songs, bro. That's literally this is the only song. That no, dude. Yes. No. 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 Yes. no. 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 You're tripping. You're probably hey, not listening to the eighties with like the synths and keyboards. Then yeah, you. You're there, probably there's not. There's one song. There's one song towards the end that it does. Remind me of uh, 80s And that's um, uh, Let's about see About you Yeah and it's about you It reminds me of Who's the who's the band that does True You know uh, Spandalou uh, Ballet uh, Yes It's that's the 80s All That right. about you reminds me of To be to, Am I the only one that Just really just Thinks that this is like New gen pop No I, I, I completely that's agree That's exactly that's what it is Yeah, that, that, no, that's, yeah that's, I, I Other than these any, two songs I don't, I don't get I don't, I don't get any vibe That's 80 or anything like that I completely just Get the vibe that's new gen pop Facts. Or is it just being recycled? It could be recycled, no, I guess. Sure. You could, could, you could put be. it that way. I mean, okay. I guess off the fucking uh, off the trumpet and the what you what you call it again, bro? The, the sins, sax, the, the sax. Like, yeah, that obviously what? doesn't give you fucking old school vibes, but like combined with the other sounds, like it just gives me just regular new gen vibes. Honestly, no. I had no vibes. Listening to this album, I did not get any vibes from like eighties or anything like that. I couldn't agree more. I mean, other than those two tracks, I couldn't agree more. Goddamn Gen Z. Off no <laughs> tracks. Off no, no tracks. Man, these souls don't have ears. They don't <laughs> hear no, that bro, shit. You fucking What are you talking about? Uh, That's You guys are actually alive, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to be mean. But no. it's. I, I didn't think the 1975 would turn into a battleground. Get your ears up, dog. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> Get your fucking ears up, dog. Well, Ooh, the lyrics of the song, crazy. I mean. Cringe, cringe. Yikes. A big yikes. Big yikes. Big no, yikes. you guys are big yikes. Big yikes. Right? No, you guys are big yikes. I know, I know it's a big yikes Whoa. for you. You guys are the type of people it's like... It's okay. It's okay. Oh, you have a Nirvana shirt? <laughs> Name that one song they played in that one concert in 1849. Bro, that's all of us. Shut up. That, that, is, that is all of us. You're <laughs> yeah. yeah. all elitist. Yeah, yeah. Why are you lying, bro? That's literally you. capping. I'm about to tip my own. That's literally you. Oh, God. You really sound like the cuck from the, like the. <laughs> you guys are literally like, how does not sound like eighteen hundred? Like fucking Blondie. Bro, you and the protagonist Blondie. are both cucks from this song. What are you talking about, bro? Look at that. We're over here saying, yo, it kind of, it just sounds new general. How can you not tell me this sounds like eighteen hundred James Brown, bro? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, if James Brown came out in the 1800s, they would bro, they would have lynched that <laughs> man, bro. They would have thought that was witchcraft. In the witch trials, bro, they would have killed yo, that man. They like, would have seen his hips moving and they would have stoned <laughs> his ass, bro. They were like, yo, this music's too damn good for our generation. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a martyr, bro. He'd be fucking funky as hell six feet under. Bro. I get it on two songs. I don't know where I'll get this from. That's crazy. I just don't get, that, you don't get it in the first track, at least. No, not the first track is very. Are you talking the first track, or are you talking happiness? I'm talking like the first five tracks. If I'm keeping oh, it about that, right. because the first track 
not exactly sounding, but sounds very, very much alike to the fourth track part of the band. Yeah, this fourth track, you're right. It isn't like super, super 80s or anything like that. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I don't think it's like the most like all crazy. I, I could see I could see it. You know what I mean? It's still an influence of the album. Like I, I hear it damn near every song, but I don't I don't think it's I, I you know, I, I'm not going to die on that hill for this track. But this track sonically is my favorite. The, sl- the slope part has been the best part of this album for for me, for sure. It's so fucking that, soothing. No, I'll say, sorry to interrupt you're you. Good, you're still going. But that acoustic break, because it, so it happens good. twice, and it sounds yes. so melodic and so dreamy. I, I, I almost love. wish that yes. whole track was just that without right? the, with the other part. Because, right. because it, it, it just doesn't like incorporate it smoothly. I almost feel like it's just kind of like... Boink, and just kind of throws it in there instead of like <laughs> it it does it's not like a nice like lead in or exactly. like a build up or anything it kind of just falls off and then the acoustic just kind of comes in and like his vocals just kind of take over mm-hmm. but i'm not going to discredit it because it was nice yeah <laughs> it was amazing okay yeah tremendous no i think superb yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, this besides the sound went right over my head. Oh, the lyrically, the the lyrics were pretty nonsensical to me at first. So if I if I have it correct, is it it's just a made up story? So I know the first one he's talking about. So again, he has these really like weird, grotesque in your face lyrics. He's talking about like jerking off in yeah. in the girl's hand, but hand. it's but it's in his head. So he's jerking off and coming in his own hand. So this it, woman that he's talking about who he met in the army is not real. But I guess there's a second relationship that he talks about in yeah, the second verse like that is real or something. I, yeah, so apparently from my understanding was it's about two relationships. The first one being imaginary in mm-hmm. his head. The second one being real. Okay. And go for it, Isaac. Oh, no, but... I, I took both of them as imaginary because he, he still has the same in my 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 imagination. He says that in both in both verses. So I, I still interpreted it as they were both being in his mind, but oh. he was just dealing with his sexuality. Like in, in one part he was dealing with more of his like oh, this yes. is me, you know, I'm just a guy in the band and this chick's over here being in the military, you know, doing something with the life. I'm just a guy in the band and then, you know, kind of self-reflecting on his own self-worth and then the other one was more of dealing with like his own sexuality. And that is another thing cuz he is a failing musician in the song, the protagonist. Yes. Yeah. He is true. a failing musician in this song. So I didn't catch that though about him just all kind of just being imaginary. Yeah, and it's they're all like self-reflections of, you know, his own his own personal like doubts and you know insecurities because right, right here he clearly does say in my 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 imagination about all three scenarios about yeah and that's repeated throughout the whole song about the two relationships and then his um him dealing with his sexuality so like it all could have just been like one big yeah imagination thing yeah and I, I that definitely deals or that definitely lends itself to the whole nonsensical aspect of it because it's just in his imagination i mean this isn't the only time he does it on this album too where it it just seems like it's just a random streamline of thoughts uh, but this song is definitely the first, and I think it definitely highlights it the most. So this is the, in this song we get. Um, this is the first song he talks about his cancellations, and he mm-hmm. also of the album he talks about his cancellations, and he also talks about um, his addiction to heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You do kind of get that in like uh, past albums, especially the heroin, mm-hmm. um, but specifically like the cancellation in this one. 
um unless he did come out with something and like the past album and just like went over my head and i just don't remember right now but um this is the first reference we get to him being canceled um it's in the first verse and uh you know he says way before the paying penance and verbal propolence and my 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 cancellations not much it's just quick he's in he's out mm-hmm. and then he kind of like breaks it down later on okay well let's jump to those cancellations let's get to the last the last track then since, since we're on the topic of that sorry i don't have the uh that shit's the, dog by the way when we are together yeah, right shit was so dog last track when we are together um isaac why are you talking shit you don't like this song fuck no god i love this song it it, it was to me I could be completely fucking wrong, but to me it was just like like try hard, like it was trying so hard to be like this fucking cute ass song, and it just kind of like failed for me. Like it just it didn't land. It sonically it wasn't bad. Sonically it was kind of fucking. Bad. I thought honestly like, it was a good outro track. Honestly. But like, mm-hmm. but this album had such a vibe to it that like to me I disagree. I think I think there could have been other songs that could have been the ending track, and this this didn't like end on a high note. I guess mm. is what no, I would that's say. Fair. But that is in 1975, right? They usually don't end off like, on like a high they end it kind of more mellow, chill. They, they kind of think about it like a a, a tube, a, 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 a water slide where it starts off fast, and then oh, and it kind of mellows you out, mellows you out, and at the end you're just like, <sighs> right? Yeah, that's fair. I I didn't, I didn't really look. It's, at, a, it's a good no, analogy. Why no. are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> that was tight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's watch a, out, watch out. It went nice, like this. Like, watch it it, it kind of brings in all together. Like the fun is in the middle part, you know. And the fun's in the middle part where you do the loop de loops and the and the <laughs> fucking, up and, and the water loop. There you go. go. And then yeah. at the end, it's just like a nice coach. Yeah, that's nice. There you go. That's nice. I like that analogy a lot. Never mind. I love this one. <laughs> when you put it like that, actually, <laughs> when you put it like that, I really like water top three. Slides. It's top three. Top three. It's actually <laughs> the best song. Thank you, Marcos. You should have just had this song for fucking eleven tracks. I, I actually, you know, I think I like it as an outro track is the very last song, but I think this song and number 10 about you, I think they could have been swapped. I think oh, about you yeah, would have been definitely. a good, cause about you is very like big and like, it's very overwhelming, but not in a pop sense. And like, a that very, shit was like almost like gazy, bro. So like, like very hazy. About you yeah. was very gazy. Yeah. But real trippy. quick. If you were to switch those, you would have to do something with Human 2 because Human 2 is literally like him asking for like sympathy almost. Yeah. Because it's also about the cancellations. Yeah. So, so track nine, Human 2, it's like, hey, you know, forgive me for what I've said. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Right. And he was pretty much like, I mean, he wasn't looking for sympathy, but like, it, that's like how it came off. Well, I think so. I mean, he's almost like begging, like, so tell me you're human. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm human. You are. So tell me that you are. Oh, like, this is a discussion between you guys. I thought the track placement was perfect, honestly. Off all the albums we reviewed, I thought the lyrics. Was, what do you think of the lyrics? I thought they were a little bit corny for me. Oh, you thought that one was corny? I thought a lot of these lyrics were actually extremely corny for me. But mm-hmm. that, I mean, 1985, I have always had corny lyrics for me. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think like one of these songs could have been like no taken uh, out? No, like, honestly, Human I thought there's two in the last one. No, honestly, I I'm really shaking my guns here. I honestly, the track placement on this album is one of the best track placements off any album that we reviewed. On I did not have a problem like listening to this album, uh, back front to back and skipping a song. I thought the track placement was really good. 
Uh, or Carolina, perfectly horrible song. <laughs> place in a, a good, perfectly horrible song. Place in a good, in a good place because I, yeah, because I think the first three tracks are fucking amazing, and I'm like, okay, I could skip this song, and it's just like, mm-hmm. the rest of the album is pretty fucking good. So I thought the placement of these album of the tracks off this album are literally perfect. I agree with that. I I don't think, I I think everything flows really well. I don't think anything mm-hmm. about this album feels slow or dull or boring. Mm-hmm. I think everything is placed exactly where it needs to be. So no, I don't think anything should have been removed. I I think every song on here belongs here. Yeah, you know, I mean, if I don't like it, sure, but that doesn't mean that, you know, it. Like none of the songs feel like they're really taking up space. I feel like every song had its purpose. Because you you could make the argument that well, just place the first the the bad tracks first, so you could just skip them all over. No, it doesn't work <laughs> like that way. Like, yeah. I'd rather just listen to the couple of first good songs and then just skip it whenever it comes. I guess. Even wintering, Ruben. Wintering has wow. its place, but that's the worst song on the album. That song <laughs> fucking sucks. Bro, I'm playing that shit every December now. Fuck Dude. no, old Carolina, fucking trash, <laughs> bro. Trash fucking song. No, wintering is this is literally <laughs> fucking put it right here, dog. Right, here the next, the next, uh, what what's Adam Sandler's production? Happy Madison. Yeah. yeah. The next Happy Madison movie that comes out, this is gonna be the fucking song that plays during the credits. <laughs> this wow. is gonna be playing for all the lame ass, goofy ass white Hallmark. people movie. Hallmark. Yes, I hate this song. That's Let's what makes it good. That. I'll choose that. Thank that's you. That's what makes cheers. it good. Cheers. Cheers. You boys. like this shit. This song fucking sucks. That's so funny because this song gave me like warm and cozy vibes. And it's funny because like ironically it is about Christmas. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) It's me. I'm white people. It's me. (laughs) You. You're the white people that I Don't let the Smith fool you. You're undercover. (laughs) It's literally. I can't stand that fucking guitar. That electric guitar. Like oh solo god. that comes in, oh my god, oh my god, is that bro? Terrible. I literally have here in my notes, fun and cozy song, love the guitar in this <laughs> one. <laughs> god damn, Yo. the duality of man. Two each, two each their own, buddy. Two it, their it's own. A, it's fun, it's fun. Do you guys want to go back to about you? We just kind of touched on it. We kind of yes, touched please. on the sound a little bit. Yes, please. But so I mean, Isaac said it best, like. You got some shoegaze up in there. In that intro? It what what is it? Is it the fuzz? It's the fuzz. It, okay. It's the fuzz and it's so dreamy. And then very dreamy. It's very dreamy. And then especially when that feature, I believe her name was a uh, Carly Holt. Mm-hmm. When she comes in, so dreamy. So yeah. good. So good. She sounded great. And I like the vocal effect that they added on him. Like his voice sounded like very distant to me. It sounded very yes. distant, like almost like very foggy. That reverb, bro. He's and like obsessed reverb. with it. Yeah. Bro, Nick, they got Nick Cave on what? What? to come in on this one. So Are you serious? Us, he helped produce that one. Holy shit. So, Holy. We got some gaze. Oh. We got some gaze. Um, kind of hard to separate it from uh, With or Without You by U2. I'll be honest. Okay. Oh. So uh, again, Wait, another, another time where the, the man is wearing his influences on his sleeves. Exactly. Whether that's just like the producing, or I mean, if or it was influences, but um, it at first like at the first few listens, like it's kind of like this is you too, mm-hmm. but then obviously once you start to separate it, you're like, all right, whatever. They have their own sound. Yeah. But um, like going back on it, like if you guys go listen to uh, with or without you by you two, make the comparisons very similar. Real quick. I do want to say 
uh, last track when we are together, mm-hmm. the uh, the riff, the main riff sounds almost exactly like um, Goo Goo Dolls. I need to go back and check that one out. Yeah. Yeah, take take. Never a fucking heard of Goo Goo Dolls. With the yes, fuck? you have. You you one yeah, you one hundred percent have. Okay, then I'll you take your word for it. You guys know my music taste more than I do. <laughs> That's actually probably true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keenan might actually. Keenan might know. Shit. <laughs> no, um, no, but about you, um, I don't know if it's just because it was one of my favorite songs, but um, I really love that one. Uh, the sound of it was really good. And then obviously, like the little background to the producing and everything was really cool. And then the feature, it was, it was a perfect song. Mm-hmm. Guys, all I need to hear, tell yes. me, tell me, yes. bro, tell me that piano ballad shit isn't fucking a one fucking gas. I'm a bro. fucking slut for piano. <laughs> for all, I love the intro to that. Yeah. Song. Yes, and it's so touching. All, all I need to hear is just. I don't know, bro. It just got me in my corazón, bro. Like, that yes. shit is so touching. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a beautiful thing about it, pop punk. It's or, uh, pop rock. Radio pop. But this is another I'll song. myself. <laughs> this is another song where he definitely, where they wear that influence on their sleeves. Because right. this isn't even pop rock. This is, like, bluesy. Yes. Very soulful. Very yeah, I can see that. I can 100% see that. I don't want to, I've disagreed with you guys about 80s and 70s <laughs> and 1600s and shit like that. Well, I could definitely James agree. Brown in the 1800s. <laughs> well, I could agree with uh, this being a little bit more blues for sure. So this, this is 100% blues. So oh, we this shit was gas. That's what it was. We didn't really talk about it, but throughout the entire album, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of jazz. Yes. We did get a lot of horns um, throughout the songs, and then especially I brought that like up. in this one. I know, but we didn't really mention it like as we were like going through the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of like briefly talked about it in the beginning, and then. Like in this one, we do get like some blues, yeah, that guitar, 100%. and so just to like reiterate that, um, there is a lot of that like layered throughout the album, and beautifully done too. Like Marco said earlier, like the production, even even if I don't like this, like it sonically, the production was always I think pretty top notch, and adding all of those different, you know, bluesy sounds, the sax, the horns, and stuff really elevated this album from just being like. You know, your regular ass fucking, you know, target ass fucking shopping shit to something that I could genuinely listen to and, and pull something from it sonically. Of course, lyrically, you know, already you already know oh, how yeah. I feel about it. But fucking no, fucking no, dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, that's just really good. Um, all you need to hear, like I said, it's that's all I need to hear is that fucking song. Mm-hmm. Are you guys down to wrap up with all I need to hear? Yeah, let's do it. Any bars? Nope. Any tracks? Nope. Any saxes? Nope. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap up this album. Let's give our overall thoughts, top three tracks, and overall score. Keenan, start us off. Oof. All right. This was a fun album for what it was. Uh, Like we said in the beginning, uh, if you're not not breaking the lyrics down, uh, the sound, the production, the hooks, everything is catchy. Everything's fun sounding. Um, lyrics, I didn't expect it to be, uh, I don't know, like this political, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am glad he talked about a lot of the things that he, uh, he did, but other than that, I feel like there were a couple songs on this, on this album that I would have been fine without, mm-hmm. but it, it it's fun. So for what it is, I'll take it. It's 1975. You can't do no wrong. Top three tracks. In no specific order, I'm going Happiness, 
about you and O Caroline. With my Whoa. honorable mention being all I need to hear. Let's go. Whew. Overall score, 7.5 out of 10. <sighs> Got to do it. Um, I thought this album was really good for what it was. Literally, I swear to God, I'm about to reiterate what Kenan said. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> That's why I laughed as soon as, as he said, like, <laughs> this album's literally good for what it was. I thought, I've been listening to 1975 since, like, 2012. Uh, it was, like, an all right, out, uh, all right band. <clears throat> I don't really expect too much of them. You just expect good things, you know, just good things. You don't expect, like... Taylor Swift or Kanye West or like fucking um, Bad Bunny, I guess. Bad Bunny is a new one that you oh, expect yeah. straight up. He, Drake, you don't expect like shit, but you expect like you're going to listen to something good. Like, you know, you uh, don't expect disappointment, which I did not get off this album whatsoever. So they continuously have matched their uh, their energy and consistently put out some good stuff. My top three tracks would be uh, the 1975 uh, self-titled intro track. Um Looking for somebody to love, and I would say I'm in love with you, and with an honorable mention, uh, uh, happiness. And I'll give this album a 7.5. I think the lyrics could be a lot better, but I've never listened to 1975 for their fucking lyrics. This would be the first time where I actually paid attention to their lyrics, and they're kind of corny, and I wish I didn't. So <laughs> they're honestly just <laughs> a, a vibe. They're bit. just a vibe. They're just a vibe. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, for me, this is my first time listening to a full project by them by the 1975s and i was surprised intrigued somewhat disappointed but overall uh glad that i listened to it even if i wouldn't necessarily go back to it i'm glad that i it is now my repertoire of things that i've listened to and you know things to kind of sprinkle out my taste because they even if i'm not a fan of what they do what they do they do it fucking well so I fuck with that, and I fuck with you know their energy essentially. You know what I mean? I know Marcos didn't really fuck with the the lyrics, but like I I thought the lyrics were cool. It's like the only thing that like made it for me because not not on like the like sappy love songs, but like on the other songs, I was like, damn, like this whole fucking talking about shit that I would never expect a pop rock band to talk about. You know what I mean? And and do it in a way that is accessible to a large audience. So so I really give them props for that, and I give them props for just just. Getting after it, dog. They just fucking... They made songs what they wanted to make songs about. They made a song about a school shooter. They made a song about fucking busting in your own head. And they made a song about fucking falling in love with your woman. They made a song about not being able to get that love with your woman. They made a song about Christmas, dog. They made a song about so much shit, bro. So, like, the the, the fact of the matter is, I think, I think lyrically, this album really... I wouldn't say resonated with me because I, I don't really... I don't really resonate with school shooters or you know sappy relationships, uh, but I do I do fuck with it, and I do embrace it a lot, and it's my favorite thing, um, to embrace things like that. So, with that being said, sonically this shit was just not 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 a fan at all at all at all. Fucking hated the way this sounded. Unfortunately, um, some of the ones that didn't have that, in my opinion, eighty sound were my favorites so with that being said i will give my top three which would be part of the band that shit was gas you already know all i need to hear you already know and human too all of those songs i think have their own distinct sound and have their own grit to them and my final score is a five and a half out of ten i'll four? take it 
That's actually five. I'll and take half. it. Oh, yeah. five? That, that's five higher than I thought you were going to get. Because just from what I know from you I'm or about you, this right. is like very much so out of your comfort zone. I completely agree. <laughs> and I completely so agree. I will take a five and a half out of ten. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll because it's like a four. Yeah, because it's, again, the lyrics saved it. Mm-hmm. And whether I agree or disagree, they just were saying so much that you have to respect it. I mean, you don't have to do anything, but I respected it. So thank you so much for actually being interesting in that genre. Not just singing a bunch of bullshit filler fucking, you know, whatever. They actually came with some heat. You know what I mean? So I have to give my uh, overall thoughts and they're going to start with an extension of what you just finished saying. Let's hear it. Thank you for giving me something interesting within a poppy-ass album. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was very surprised with just about everything, honestly. I was surprised with the lyrical content. I was surprised with the sound. Uh, two tracks that I absolutely hate, sure. But it was really cool to hear you know, these different influences that they were uh, you know, wearing on their sleeves and that they were uh, you know, pulling from. It was cool to hear... One song that was, even though I didn't like it, one song that was overly poppy, a little way too sugary, but then to hear like a soulful jazz ballad, you know, and then to hear one of the last tracks being, you know, almost shoegazy in a sense. It was really, really cool. Um, I think the the lead vocalist held it down throughout the whole thing. Um, I actually came away with a lot more songs that I liked than I really expected. This album was a... This album was a very pleasant surprise honestly i was not coming in with high expectations and it really exceeded it um top three tracks are very very hard to pick honestly uh but i think i've kind of narrowed it down number three happiness uh number two when we are together and number one about you and overall very close to being an eight almost an eight but i got to give it a solid 7.5 Oh shit, me, Kine and Ruben, 7.5. Let's 7. go. 5. Let's go. Very Let's surprised go. with what I got. Yeah. Very, very surprised. So are you gonna listen are you gonna like dive into their the rest of their releases? You should. Honestly, you should. Yeah. I mean, if if any of their past work is similar to this, then I'm one hundred percent checking it. it out. Is it to the one with the pink letters? That one's really good. <laughs> they they have this one album called like what what is it? Like an examination of online relationships. And just the album title, I'm like, what the fuck? I got to listen to that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, if this is any indication of their past work, then yes, I'm very interested. And we hope you guys were just as interested in this album. We hope yep. you guys listened to it. I'm sure you have. This is one of the biggest albums of the year, for sure. Uh, if you've listened to it, let us know what you think about it. If you haven't listened to it, then let us know what you think. Uh, we are the Underground Treehouse. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next episode. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.